Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts. And today's book review is on the Alpha Male Bible. QAD. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So if my voice sounds a little funny today, that's because I'm actually at the end of a really long recording session for the whole season. Like, not the whole season's done, it's just I've been working on recording the whole season. And this is the last episode I'm recording for today's recording session. So my voice is a little shot. Anyway, Alpha Male Bible. I'm actually not a big fan of this book. It is a very useful book, um, especially for young men. So if you're between the ages of like 16 to 30, you probably should read this book. And if you're over that age, you probably know somebody that should read this book. A better name for this book, I would have felt, is How to Be a a Real Man. But it came out during kind of the height of the alpha craze, so that's why it's named the Alpha Male Bible. And the entire book is basically a principles of success book. It is a principles of being a man. So the first big key takeaway to point out is a alpha is one who leads, not an insecure douchebag. That's all alpha means, is somebody who's a leader, who's a man, who is the kind of guy that you would want to follow, the kind of guy that you would want to listen to. And one of the reasons why I said it's especially useful for ages between 16 and 30 Because a lot of the verbiage is focused around being attractive. Being the kind of guy that women will actually want. So, let's dive into some more stuff. Confidence. Confidence is very attractive. An alpha male is confident. If you need validation, you are not confident. That's something else really important. There's a lot of people who you think are confident, cocky, um, all of that. But if they are dependent on the opinions of other people, then they're not actually confident. They are just a validation whores, and as long as they get their validation, they're confident. Once that validation drops, then they are no longer confident. Another attribute. That's what this first list is, is attributes. Um, Takes the lead, or is able to take the lead, but not necessarily. You don't have to always be in charge, but you have to be, have the capabilities of being in charge, making decisions, and leading. Next attribute is assertive. You have to do what needs to be done. You can't be a people pleaser. Yes, a lot of your job as a leader is to keep people happy, but if something needs to be done, it needs to be done. Next up, good body language. If you are closed off, reserved, looking down, well then you're not going to seem very competent and nobody's going to listen to you. Next up is voice. The tone of your voice matters drastically. Nobody will listen to you if you do not have an authoritative tone. When you speak, people need to, on a base level, people need to instinctively be ready to listen. If your voice does not convey the expectation of listening to it, then people are going to automatically, naturally, instinctively ignore it. 
Next up, don't chest puff. This is kind of the faking alpha stuff. Uh, your body language, this is still part of body language, should be naturally confident. Now, this goes for eye contact as well. You are more likely going to need to feel like you are puffing your chest out and you are staring super creepily at the person because most people have been conditioned to not do that. So what you might feel uh, is a abnormally amount of or abnormal amount of eye contact is actually probably a closer to a healthy range. So when he talks about don't chest puff, don't stare, which is the next one, a lot of you probably should ignore that part and stare and chest your, and puff your chest out. Not because you should actually do that, but because in your mind you think you are doing that where in reality you're doing the bare minimum. Uh, think of it this way. You've all seen it. Somebody in a crowd talking and they're trying to talk to the crowd and they're so quiet. You know they are physically capable of being louder, but mentally they already think they're being super, super loud because, that's, because they're uncomfortable. So that's what I'm talking about, is your perceived reality that you are being loud, that you are staring, that you are puffing your chest out, but in reality, you might not even be doing enough to be adequate at it. Next up, next attribute, responsibility. You have to be, take responsibility for your actions. Next up is respectful. A alpha male is a very respectful man. He does not belittle other people. And this, again, is purely for selfish reasons. People don't like actual jerks. They like confident guys, and a lot of jerks tend to be confident because they've got misplaced confidence. But if you want to actually attract somebody, whether it's a business contact, a, a spouse, whatever, well then, they're not going to like you if you belittle them. Next up is strong stance. Make sure that you're standing confidently. Uh, hands on your hips. Speaking authoritative. Um, standing upright. Feet slightly spread apart. Don't put all of your weight on one foot. These are all kind of little body cues that help you be more confident. Be determined and decisive. When you, which is another way of phrasing it of don't listen to other people trying to distract you from your goals. And that's the next one is having a purpose. People try and derail you from your mission in life. You need to ignore them. Their opinions of you do not matter. Next, being able to take risks. If you can't take risks, you can't lead. And if you can't lead, you are not an alpha male. Next up, stay calm. You have to be able to stay calm under pressure. And you have to have a calm mindset. And what I mean by that is, or what he means by that is, you don't need to prove anything. A lot of um, fake alphas are athletic people who are very competitive. And there's nothing wrong with competitiveness. But when they're not winning, they get very hot. They get angry. That's not staying calm. That is not alpha. So that was my first list of kind of attributes of alpha. The next list I wrote down, um, which was much later in the book, are kind of cues and signs that you want to eliminate as much as possible because the human brain is designed to see incongruency to see negative feedback much more potently than positive feedback. So it doesn't matter if you are a super successful businessman. If your every other word is um, 
nobody's going to listen to you. And that's actually the first one is ums. When you're speaking, eliminate the ums as much as possible. The reason why you do this is because your brain is buffering and you don't want people to interrupt you. So you continue making a noise, um, er, uh, uh, to fill up that space so that way people don't interrupt you. But if you're confident in what you are saying, then you are willing to pause for your brain to catch up. And I still say ums in this podcast. I'm sure that I probably said um a couple times in this episode before we got to talking about um. But you need to focus on trying to eliminate this next list of stuff as much as possible because even if you're doing the positive things, if you have these negative things, they will hurt you much more than you doing the positive things benefit you. Next up, talking fast. I honestly don't know if I talk fast or I talk slow most of the time. I am too busy freaking out about talking. And talking is a pretty weak point of mine, which is actually one of the reasons why I started this podcast was so that way I could practice talking to a wall. And then the next one is mumbling. Monotone voice, not having emotion behind your words. And I'm also really guilty of this one. That's why what I just talked about of I'm not sure if I'm talking too fast or I'm talking too slow because I'm natural at talking in a really monotone voice, super quietly, mumbly. So I have tried to correct myself by adding emotion to it and talking faster and sounding clearer, but sometimes I overcorrect. So that's the issue between these two. That's where recording yourself talking, fake conversations, role-playing, comes in super handy for this aspect. Because you get to hear yourself talk and be like, oh, well, my voice sucks. But that's because you're just used to not hearing your voice. But my tonality sucks. My ums are everywhere. So I recommend starting your own podcast. And since we're on that line, cue ad. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, talking fast, mumbling, too long of a pause. I'm also really guilty of this one. That one is due to me just having a really slow brain. But I pause mid-sentences all the time, and it really throws people off a lot. And when I'm asked a question and I have to think about the answer, you might think that I'm overthinking it because I am trying to think of the answer, but my brain is slow. Next, closed posture. We already talked about this a little bit, but if it doesn't matter um, how successful you are. If you're curled up looking like a loser, people are going to perceive you as a loser. So make sure you relax your arms. And make sure you don't have twitchy hands. Make sure your hands aren't moving all over the place, trying to get the anxiety out by touching things and messing with things. Rubbing your face, all of that. Next up, folded arms and rigid stance. This is kind of the opposite side of it, of overcorrecting. If if you have poor posture and are all curled up and enclosed, people are going to perceive that as a low value. But if you're also super stiff, folded arms, trying to look confident, you look weird. 
and people are still going to perceive you as low value. So just try and have relaxed, confident body language is essentially what most of this list is. Next, let's talk about your face, facial stuff. So the beta smile is how he phrased it. Basically, it is the nervous smile, smiling and laughing for no apparent reason. I'm guilty of this, just like everyone else is. But when you're not feeling confident, you plaster on that fake smile and laugh at things that aren't even funny. Now, smiling, actually smiling, is very beneficial. One, it comes off as more confident and likable. And two, your brain is like, hey, we're smiling. This must not be too dangerous of a place. You can relax a little. So just be aware that the beta smile exists, but don't try and force yourself not to smile. Next is eye contact related stuff. Eye fluttering. Not being able, when you're talking, you should be able to look at somebody and talk to them. And if you're in a group, you should look at one person, talk to them for a second, look at the next person, talk to them for a second, and then go back to the first person or the, or the third person. But eye fluttering is millisecond on this person, millisecond on this person, looking up at the ceiling, millisecond on this person, just fluttering your eyes all around the place so that way you're not actually making any eye contact with anybody while you speak. And then the next part of this is excessive blinking. When, you ner when you're nervous... You will blink more. This is just one of those things to be aware of. And when you're aware of it, you can take steps to try and reduce it. Next one is not being able to initiate physical touch. Hand fluttering. Be confident in your touch. Especially brief touches. Just a back of the hand on the arm of like, oh, by the way, what do you think of this? Like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Shake the, shaking their hand. Quick side hug with a close friend or not, not even necessarily a close friend, just a friend. Being able to physically come in contact with other people is a display of confidence. Now don't linger on the touch. It's just quick taps. Tappity tap, tap, tap. Unless you are really close with the person and you're trying to make them feel very loved. Just quick taps. And then the final point of this list is overthinking this list. These are things just to be aware of, to work on not things to obsess over, because obsessing over will actually make it worse, not better. You need to just be aware that these are signs that you might not be confident and people will perceive those signs on an instinctive level. Your job is to try and just become more confident and be aware that these bad habits might, even if you are more confident, hinder your perception of confidence. More bad signs of not being an actual alpha is complaining. I like whining a lot, and I think that's different from complaining, but a lot of people perceive it as the same, so I'm guilty of this one. Um, low esteem. People don't like sad people. Sorry. Gossiping. Quit talking bad about other people. All it does is make other people associate negative emotions with you. Bullying. Why are you bullying people? Cut it out. Lying. How can somebody trust you to lead to be the alpha if they can't trust you? And emotional actions. This is like losing your temper, throwing a temper tantrum, getting angry at a girl for not being interested in you. Sorry, bud, but that's not going to make her more interested in you. Some more positive attributes. Leaning forward when you're listening or talking to them. It's conveying more interest in what's being said in the conversation. Smiling. Everybody loves a good smile. Dressing nice. The first thing people notice about you is how you're dressed. So make sure you look good. Eyes have good eye contact. We already talked about that. 
friendly voice. Being a gruff, angry ver vo version of yourself is not going to win you very many friends. Having a spread out stance. This is the confidence stance. Um, when you're sitting, don't be afraid to spread out a little bit. And then lastly, bragging and putting yourself down. When you brag, people just roll their eyes and think this, is, this guy's freaking annoying. And when you put yourself down, it makes them feel bad for you and people don't like people who make them feel bad. And then finally, putting down others is the worst of the two. Because now you're trying to belittle and make somebody else feel bad to try and make yourself look better. And all it does is make you look really bad. So don't do that. And that is it for my notes on this book. It's a good book. It's definitely focused on the younger girl crazy guys. And that's actually why I checked it out and read it was because I was like, I need more skills with the women's. So go check it out. Check out my new book, The Blueprint of Wealth. It's available on Amazon. Link is below. And with that, I will see you all next week.